Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here we are. Uh, good morning. Uh, midweek again in March. Uh, doing our little uh, ending, actually today, our little uh, refresher uh, series on abiding and uh, and just yes. keep uh, remembering. You and I uh, keep remembering this. We keep with our leaders, uh, people that we deal with. Is it's always, you know, actually, I just went through an abiding retreat this last weekend. Um, and we talked about the importance of uh, the couples. So there was a single there getting a friend uh, to keep asking the simple question every week. Uh, what's God saying to you? Uh, That's good. And that when the answer, you know, can be uh, nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, why? Well, you know, I got busy. I, I, I didn't do it again. Uh I wasn't abiding in a sense because I, I wasn't in the word, and then I secondly didn't I didn't remember that that abiding is in the vine, not in a not a Bible study, uh, and that's what we want to keep you know having everybody remind you. Remember, he says, "I'm the vine." Christ says, "The Father is the vine dresser, directing traffic, um, and we are just to be branches choosing um, to abide right. and, and stay connected." And it's all connected. about relationship. It's yeah. relationship twenty four seven. Uh, God speaking to you, you having communication, dialogue, uh, uh, the steps, um, and it's beautiful. It's also it is centered on abiding in the Word because He said, "I've written truth to you, Logos." Uh, it's all true. It's absolute, um, and it's going to uh, help you help you understand my will by just processing that. Uh, and what I want to do, God speaking, is I want to speak Rama, personal application of that logos to you, and and the life is in the, is in the work, which we'll see here in a second. Uh, so uh, it's keep asking each other, uh, you know, what did you hear? If the answer is eh, not much, or you know, oh, how come? Well, I got busy, I got distracted, I got angry, whatever. Okay, well let me let me help you get back to that, because because one thing that we you and I know. Um, our life, our spouse's life, and everybody else we deal with—that um, we are—we are not the uh, ones that provide any resolution or solutions to anybody. Right. It's well, I all I, my help, like with Linda, is let me help you stay connected because uh, mm-hmm. that's where the fruit comes. Remember, fruit, more fruit, much fruit. Uh, so the the abiding—that's why we're doing this refresher—is remember. Uh, that um, there's uh, the the desire is to have the life of Christ, and the life of Christ is enjoyable. It's life. Yes. It's exciting. Um, and he says, I don't want you to do Bible study. I want you to let me speak words to you and let me bring life to you. And when you do, and you start to experience that, you really uh, once you learn it, you 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 never uh, lose it. Uh, you'll you might have a day or two. Well, yeah, you kind of get busy or something. But then you you have you have the processes. Why am I missing the life? Well, I think I'll go back to that. Right. Um, and there's a great little uh, story, current story, um, that uh, we taped this. You know, a little bit ahead. And so this is now after Super Bowl uh, Fifty Six with L.A. and uh, Cincinnati. Uh, and uh, by the time this airs, it'll be another week or two. But um, uh, the uh, MVP of the the entire Super Bowl uh, it was a uh, a receiver called Cooper Cup. Uh, he was fun to watch with the Los especially Angeles, especially the end of that game. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, and uh, uh, he was. Uh, and and again, it was just think about. Uh, L.A. had already lost their their uh, star tight end, their star rece- other star receiver, uh, uh, O.J. Beckham. Odell Beckham. Odell Jr. Beckham Jr. Um, and uh, and so they're really down to him as their star. 
and we know that that you know that a defense is going to know that you know like mm-hmm. well let's keep that guy <laughs> you know from uh, uh getting the ball and, and hurting us you know, which he ultimately did he, he had several plays on that last drive to you know to win the game uh and then he caught the touchdown that won the game uh well i got a uh i got a cool thing sent to me about him uh actually i didn't know that um but he's a believer uh, yeah, in, I had no idea either. Uh, I haven't in, followed the Rams, so Christ. I didn't really know um, much and, about him. Um, uh, he, uh, before the Super Bowl game, uh, he uh, basically made a statement about his relationship to his faith in Christ and mm-hmm. his life with Christ and uh, the, the walking with Christ which is, you know, abiding, staying with, enjoying him. Um, and the question was, you know, what is what is this year meant to you? Um, well, he says this. this is before the game he was this talking? Is, this is, is before the game. Okay. Uh, he says, I think that uh, God has taught me uh, that mm-hmm. you will find uh, that you are most fulfilled, you'll find the most joy when you're rooted in your purpose and specifically rooted in his purpose for you. Uh, and so, and, and then I, I, there's more detail about it. And then he re- reiterated after the MVP that um, he said, I, I really wasn't focused. And this is, this is what abiding really describes is I wasn't focused on outcome. Do I win? Do we win? And, and am I going to be hailed as somebody special? Right. Um, is that my definition of life with God? He said, actually, no. Uh, he said, I went into the year, uh, first of all, understanding I'm in the center of God's purpose for me. It's just to be the best uh, football player I can be. And I've been gifted at this. Win, lose, or draw. That's yeah. right. Whether we win or lose, <laughs> I've been gifted at this. And I'm going to give it my best every day. And I'm going to show excellence, even if we lost, I'm going to reflect God's glory because I'm in the center of his purpose. That's good. Um, and and I understood that, uh, and I, I learned what it means to walk with him. So my joy, and he really described this, even after that, when he got the MVP, uh, it was nice. Uh, it was, you know, it was honorable, obviously, to get the MVP. But he said, my joy uh, isn't in the accomplishment. It's in the walk with God because I'm doing what he's calling me to do. Uh, and I'm walking down the path that he's given me to do. And he's and it, implying that, by the way, particularly with football, guess what? It's going to get over sometime soon. Uh, he will be through with NFL football because I'll have to go right, do something right. else. And then it'll be, okay, Father, now what? You know, what's your purpose for me, you know, now? And so uh, that's what we're trying to illustrate uh, is that the joy is, is life with God as he walks you through his paths, fulfills your purpose fulfills his purpose, uh, and the re- and you said it. The relationship is why he created us in the first place. Right, absolutely. So that as he's as he's looking to somebody like Cooper Cup, uh, the question, and this is what we ask the question: It isn't what did you uh, fulfill and did you ex- succeed? What we call succeed. Mm-hmm. Rather, um, are you enjoying mm-hmm. your walk with God? Right. Uh, now, there, now, there is something about that, um, and that's this. If we were con- continually oppressed, uh, nothing ever was resolved, I just have hardship my whole life. Well, it's hard, it is hard to have joy. Right. Uh, so, so it's not a, just a spiritual, no matter what, uh, just put up with and try to, try to force yourself to have joy. It's... Have the and joy. it's not fake it till you make it either. That's it. So it's have the yeah. joy of the Father, who, by the way, um, who says that I'm going to deliver to you the covenant. I'm going to bless you mm-hmm. to make you a blessing. I am going to resolve your issues. I am going to give you wholeness. I have come to give you life and give it to you super abundantly. Uh, all aspects of life. Uh, and, and I'm asking you, God speaking, walk, walk with me. Uh, and I'll deliver it. And if you choose not to walk with me, I'll let you not because of free will. Right. Um, and then I can't deliver it to you. Um, and so don't blame me. Hmm. 
when you're walking away and you're saying, well, I want you to deliver it to me anyway, so I can't do that. Uh, I'm God and you're not, and I know but more than you. And by the way, my kingdom is where I deliver it. Uh, in a right. wicked world that we're facing, we're in both kingdoms, the kingdom of the enemy and the kingdom of the world, which is trouble, uh, and the kingdom of God, which is life. So abiding uh, is really uh, a cool, that's what, I, what struck me when I read this about him was, um, I believe he really understands something that uh, as, as potentially available as he is to win, and he won the Super Bowl and, and won the MVP, um, that alone wasn't, okay, I made it, I'm done. It's, well, yes, I did it. It was fantastic. But guess what? My joy is in, is, is, is right. in God. Uh, and in walking out his purpose. Tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow, the next day, because that's how we live. And so abiding uh, is about living in that, that beautiful life that we have from God. Uh, and we talked last time about uh, the spiritual process. It's not law. It's, it's uh, life. Uh, he's the sufficient, sufficient one. We talked about where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Mm. Uh, not when you finish, but rather as you're walking. Right in the middle of it, right. yeah. Um, and I keep saying that God's will is not a destination, it's a path. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, and by the way, uh, uh, we've talked about my grandson Joshua. He's he's this next week, uh, he's been accepted at A&M and Baylor. Ah, uh, he was waiting to hear on A&M, um, that's exciting. Yeah, and then he... Uh, and it was cool. So I, you know, I, I talked to him, Hey, uh, where are you with that? Yeah. He says, um, I am, I am fully seeking God's will cause he knows best and none better. Good for him. <laughs> He's got that. And that he will confirm <laughs> it for me. And these both are exciting propositions to me. Yeah. Uh, but he knows which one is right for me. And, and, mm. and he's, he's not even looking at it as, I have to evaluate that and pick one. Right. Rather, God knows, and he understands something, that um, it's about the path of once I get there, actually the biggest decisions are going to be after I get there. And like, right. where do I live and who am I rooming with and uh, who are my associates and what, what ministry do I get part of and how do I keep building my faith and the classes mm-hmm. that I have and he said, God knows all that. There's no way I can know that. Uh, right. Because it's all future. And why don't I just ask him? <laughs> uh, so he's going to be in a confirmation this week. This is a week of confirmation. Mm, uh, okay. Uh, he's been he's been accepted. Uh, he's got scholarships to both. Uh, and, okay, Father, uh, would you confirm? Um, and he's going to. So I'll, I'll be able to report on that, uh, the beauty of that, that uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom right now while you're moving forward. And when you get right. to a what I call a milestone, like the school mm-hmm. choice, that's just a milestone. That's not, okay, great, I got it from here. Not it, the destination, right. <laughs> it'll be, okay, now what? You know, Now what? Now what? Uh, so when you say he's going to be in a confirmation this week, um, talk me through that. What, is, what does that look like for him? Uh, for him, uh, it's, uh, first of all, it's him processing with God through his abiding, through his mm-hmm. relationship, uh, is is the Lord show me, reveal to me what they call listen, watch, wait, uh, ask, seek, knock. Uh, what do you want to reveal to me that would illustrate your will and, and, and start to have me see it? Uh, he's processing that with his family. Uh, Love it, yeah. And they're weighing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the confirmation, this is cool, the confirmation isn't a, I think that's a good choice. Right. And it's uh, not a, let's look at all the logical every parts of it. Right, right, right. Yeah. And let's line it up and just say, well, that looks mm-hmm. better. And uh, But rather, it's a spiritual confirmation. It's yes. a It's a spiritual yes. And the cool thing about confirmation, God says, I'm going to bring you others around you with the same Holy Spirit who are also abiding that are going to confirm, uh, yes, that's, I feel it. And, or if you sense, well, I think it's this, somebody else can say, you know, I, I can't confirm that yet. Right. Joshua would know, well, then I got to keep going. Uh, Cause he'll confirm it. Absolutely. And everybody right. will see God's will. And with unity, as long with as unity. everyone is seeking God, the Holy Spirit isn't going to give his dad one answer and someone else in the family, a different answer. If they're all looking for yeah. 
for yeah. what God's yeah. best and when is. You, yeah. and, and when you say that unity, uh, it's not a uh, <laughs> it's not a negotiation. Right. Uh, it's not a hey let's let's process until we at least have uh, massaged the answer and well we right. can live with that. Take a little bit of this and a little bit of right, that. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> it's a it's a pure spiritual confirmation at the at the level of your soul that the spirit mm-hmm. is is what I call the the spiritual yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. And you know that you know that you know and now you're ready to go and he'll he'll reinforce it. Um, actually we'll we're going to have a uh, a guest on Ken Blanchard, a uh, guy who wrote The One Minute Manager. He's, he's, we're going to tape him, uh, and we'll have him share uh, some story about confirmation. And uh, it's, it's really oh, good. really cool how it goes. So uh, it's really beautiful. But as we look at this, um, we've, been, we've been processing it. Let's, we're going to finish today with some really important truths and beautiful statements that are made about this. So first of all, uh, Kathy, go to John 6, 63, and Jesus makes a statement. John six sixty-three. And by the way, the context the, the context here is uh, he's had he's he's had uh, probably several hundred people following him doing these amazing supernatural things and they're excited about it. because uh, they think, ooh, that could be the Messiah and this is fantastic mm-hmm. and and uh, he's supernaturally healing people and uh, wow, this is cool. Uh, and then he, he he's had got it got him together. This is in Galilee, and he says, "Hey, by the way, <laughs> uh, you have to eat my body and drink my blood." <laughs> and they said, "Oh, for heavens, we we just wasted our our month." But what have we? Who have we been following? Following this <laughs> this cult leader, strange mm-hmm. idiot, you know, guy. We're not doing that. We're leaving. We're out. And they left. It says they all left. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's a couple important things about that, and this is why this statement is so critical. Uh, Jesus didn't chase him down. Right. Uh, he didn't he he left say, "Well, don't, don't, don't choice. leave, don't leave, don't leave." You know, let me try to help you. And yeah, you know, I know that's a hard thing, but let me. You know, it's always about the heart. See, that's what abiding is mm-hmm. all about. It's all about the heart. And here's the mistake they made. What? <laughs> yeah, they could have stopped and just processed and kept asking questions and yeah. let him work him through. Yeah. You know, it was a difficult teaching for sure. Yeah, and but to, allow and to say, him to teach it. You know, say that. Wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? What are you talking about here? Um, could you help us understand this? What you just said, because we don't mm-hmm. get this. And they never asked that question. They just left. Yeah. And, and see, this is about this is the essence of abiding that he says. Remember in John fifteen. Apart from me, you can do what? Nothing. He said, you as a branch have to decide, make a choice to abide. I'm not Mm going to force you to. If you choose to, you're going to walk away from my life for you, and I'll let you because I can't force you. It's by invitation. Right. And it's a hard thing. Do you want to? And by the way, even if it's a struggle for you to to, uh, understand it, I'll get you there. Uh, so that's yeah. the context. I mean, you're willing to just stay with it as so, we get there. So yeah. they've left. They've all left. Uh, now here's the context of this, and then we'll we'll see what he says, uh, and then the impact of that. So John six sixty three. Okay. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Okay. So he says the flesh counts for what? Nothing. See, it's nothing. no help. Because he said, "What happened to you guys that all left mm-hmm. is you went to the you went to the natural, right? Well, this doesn't make sense to me." Yeah, he said that counts for nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, in other words, don't get stuck there mm-hmm. and decide on your own because it doesn't make sense to me. I'm going to go my own way. He says, rather, the words that I speak to you, which he just spoke, by the way, right. Uh, the words that I speak to you are what? Spirit and life. Spirit and life. Okay, now this is important. Who spoke them? Jesus. Jesus. So that's why this isn't Bible study. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can intellectually go study the Bible, but they're not mm-hmm. being words spoken to me by Jesus. Right. Um, he says, my words that I'm going to take logos and speak rhema to you. 
is life and spirit, and, and it, it says something. First of all, it's spirit means it's powerful. It's going to fulfill it, either a promise that I make about your circumstances or uh, something that I'm working with in you. Let's say you're dealing with unforgiveness. Uh, my word will transform you to forgiveness. So it's not something you go do. It's something you receive by staying in the spirit and the life. And we talked last time about in, in the Second Corinthians 3, if you read the Bible as law, letter, uh, rules. Says it kills. It kills you. <laughs> but if you, if you receive it as spirit, mm-hmm. it's, li- it's life. And that's what he just said. Well, l- when I speak it to you, it's spirit and you'll know it. And there's, right. a, there's an essence about that. There's a excitement about that. There's a, ooh, look at this. There's a what's called a quickening of your spirit. There's woo. Mm-hmm. This is this is something here. There's something here, and I'm excited about it, um, even when it's it's uh, uh, convicting to me. So, mm-hmm. if there's not there, and we we talk about cross referencing that we do, um, I cross reference the verses. I read the verse, and and what I say, there's no life in it. It's well, that's interesting, but there's no life in it because you start to understand the difference yeah. between intellect. And, and it's not disregarding the word by any stretch. No. It's paying attention to where God wants to speak that particular day in life. You, you know, you're reading the entire context, but then there's a portion of it that would, that comes to life. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And and yeah. Um, and uh, and and, and I'm, in my experience is that I can literally be cross-referenced to something today, and there's no life to it. It's, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's all true. Uh, and then literally a month later, a year later. He brings me back to that verse and said, "Now, there's life to it because you're ready right. to you're ready to receive." That, this is what's cool about abiding is, we just get to go be with him, <laughs> right? Uh, right, and, and experience this fantastic life. Uh, and so he said, "My words are, are uh, uh, you know, uh, spirit and life." Okay, so then he turns to his disciples. Mm-hmm. Do you boys want to leave? Two, you know, they left. Well, do you want to leave too? Well, Peter makes a statement. Go ahead and read John six sixty eight. He makes a statement about it. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. He says, well, <laughs> we don't understand anything he just said either. <laughs> but we've already chosen mm-hmm. to stay with you because why? You have the words of what? Eternal life. Eternal life. You have the words of eternal life. What you mm-hmm. just said, that your words are spirit and life, we receive that. Mm-hmm. And because it's going to produce eternal life, which we'll see uh, what that means, well, we're going to we're going to stay with you to do what? Process the words. Right. That's what abiding is all about. It's what are you saying? And now I need to process with them, particularly... When and this is going to be true a lot and and I've been doing this you know for decades and and it's still true for me is I'm led to something in scripture uh, and a word to me is like I don't understand this how does this work what does that mean this this seems uh, strange I was just reading one today uh, I've been uh, in grace um, and there's a statement is uh, you know don't move to the place that Esau did where he sold his birthright for a meal and then it says and afterwards he uh, does he uh, pursued and wanted the blessing and so he pursued repentance but was not allowed to well that seems strange right Um, I thought from what everything that I've ever heard and learned and understood is that repentance, if you have a heart to repent, God re- receives you and said, welcome back. Right, and called. what about now, yeah. But in this case, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, that's a sticky thing. And see, intellectually, I could say, well, well then I don't know what it means. You know, maybe, maybe repentance is something that if you make a mistake, you can't really repent from. And uh, was he prevented and is God that way? And what is that? How does that line up with other scriptures that upon repentance you're completely restored? Uh, well, uh, they were spirit and life to me, but but my my uh, uh, natural says I don't quite understand this yet. Uh, so uh, 
I've got it, but I've got to go and be like the disciples. And Peter said, well, <laughs> we don't understand either, but we've chosen right. to stay here to receive that, that word that you just gave us, which we don't understand, but we've already made that choice. Right. And that's what abiding is. I said, well, let's stay in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sticky. It's difficult. It doesn't make sense to you, uh, particularly when, he's, when he applies things that are pretty grand. Uh, right. Is I got a really, I got a really big problem. And he says, well, I'm going to resolve this this one, <laughs> in this way. And you say, man, I, I, that's going to be hard for me to fathom. He says, well, stay with me. Uh, okay, the definition, the key is a definition. Uh, he says you have the words of eternal life. Well, Jesus defines it. So go to John 17, 3. This is cool. Uh, remember, our definition, evangelical, uh, modern-day evangelical definition of, of eternal life is a ticket to heaven. We tend to, to think of heaven, exactly. I got a ticket to heaven. I'm saved. Mm-hmm. And when I die, I'm going to get to be with him. Uh, that's what I see as eternal life. Well, he, Jesus, interesting enough, defines it differently. What does he say? John right, 17, Right, I love 3. this. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Eternal life. <laughs> and see, this is, this is uh, uh, cool so that as you're abiding, mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and you read, and, and what, I, what happened to me is I read John's, uh, Peter's words, and you, Christ, have the words of eternal life. Right. Uh, well, again, my question is, well, what, what exactly does that mean? Right. Etern- now, what I didn't do is say, oh, well, that's a ticket to heaven, that's it, uh, is that it, it piqued my interest to say, well, mm-hmm. huh, he, he said something here. He, he understood it about what it, what it meant. And I'd like to know that. Are there any other places in Scripture that define right. and eternal And this is life? where the cross-referencing comes in. Cross-reference. Too. So yep, that we a talk cross-reference about that. takes me to John 17, 3. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then see, uh, the relationship, this is the fun of the relationship, is mm-hmm. what the heck does that mean? Right. Uh, and see, Jesus, and I heard even Jesus say, that's an excellent question, son. Uh, we Let me define it for you. And then cross-reference John 17, 3, and he said, <laughs> Jesus said, an eternal life is, couldn't be any more clear. Here right. we go. And he says, it's um, knowing the Father, knowing the Son. Yeah. Got another question. What does that mean? Because, again, our, our intellectual American evangelical word knowing, I know about. I right. study it. But this know is the knowing by experience. By experience. Uh, yes. in, interesting, uh, it's the intimate. Actually, the root of it is uh, for uh, intercourse at the, mm-hmm. at the physical level of int- right. and Basically, it's intimacy. It's a very, it's intimacy. Exactly. It's super intimate that... Uh, you're going to experience, participate in, have the life of God, the Father and the Son, be in you through the work of the Holy Spirit, through what right. the words that he speaks, what's your spirit in life. Mm-hmm. See how that all connects? It's uh, beautiful, right? How beautiful that is. And so, oh, so if I, if I abide in your words mm-hmm. that you're speaking to me, what's your spirit in life, I'm going to get to know, experience you and all that you have for me, fruit that transforms me and, and changes circumstances. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, I'd like, to, I'd like to learn that. So uh, what does that mean to me, uh, you know, Father? He says, well, uh, be in a position to receive my words that are life and abide in them. And stay with it until just, he said, just like you just did, you saw something, you asked a question, I told you something else, you ask another question, I told you something else, that's what abiding looks like. Right, uh, right. Is, and how fun was that? Uh, knowing that, well, I got a question, he's going to answer that question, just like I, I have with this issue of repentance, of, well... Are you going to come and are you going to come and let me speak to you about this? And I'll put it together and I'll do it through cross-referencing and word study and and insight and spiritual insight to. uh, uh, And and again, you start to say the way the way I'm approaching it is. 
I've already experienced the freedom of repentance. Uh, and you've said, and you've said, you've said that if you just turn around and come back to me, then um, uh, I receive you. And my comment back to you, son, is welcome back. Let's go. Because yeah. uh, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Uh, so I already know, well, then it can't be pure repentance. Because if it was, you would have received it, Father. Uh, so, so Esau did something, or right. there was something about this. So that there's is, more to that know about what took wasn't place truly, there. Wasn't truly repentance. Um, mm-hmm. I got to understand that and go and go deeper into that. So uh, now, because of it, 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 I see. I always look at it as, well, this ought to be fun, right? Uh, to see what the answer is to that, and I don't need to worry about. It. I don't need like, a, and and what I don't do, is jump to a commentary. Uh, because, well, I don't know. So, uh, hey, I know uh, these superstar uh, pastors, they know, so I'll just read what they say. Mm-hmm. And God says, well, then you're missing out on the joy of the relationship. Right. Uh, why don't you let me tell you? Uh, and by the way, uh, this is in uh, 1 John uh, 2, 24 to 27. It says, and it says if, you want, <laughs> if you want to learn to abide, uh, stay with me, understand what I've said, and go farther. Uh, so that kind of what I did with the, uh, the verse about the words is, well, you have the words of eternal life. Okay, you said that. I received that. Now, now I need to go further. And the words are, uh, of eternal life are experiencing me. What does that look like? Uh, see see right. how it goes is that yeah. uh, you now abide what in what about, you love. And by the way, let, so me, finish that. let me finish that comment oh, and then I'll have you come yeah, back yeah. to your question. Is uh, he says in, in 1 John uh, 2, you don't need to be taught by anybody else. Mm, yeah. That uh, the Holy Spirit is your teacher. And remember, right. he uses the body. So it's not like it's isolation. So it's like, don't don't worry about the, you know, listen to the pastor. No, it's, it's as you have these questions, as you're understanding the words personally, uh, which, by the way, can be uh, stimulated by what the pastor says. Uh Right, is or let, somebody in small group, yeah, or all let, kinds of let things. Me, yeah. Let me guide you through, and, and, and you can have, have the body around you assist mm-hmm. you to get to the, the uh, receptivity of that. So, uh, and that's what I don't do is, well, that's a sticky thing in Scripture, and uh, so I'll just jump to a commentary. Uh, eh, whatever they say, I guess that's it. And see, you've right. miss, you're missing out on being taught by the Holy Spirit, wrestling through, what does that mean? What does that mean? How does that work? Uh, and, and I've gone, literally, I've gone as much as a couple of months in something that isn't being answered. Um, and he, but he keeps dialoguing with me. Well, right. what do you see now? Do you understand? How does this work? Uh and as he do, does that with me, at the end of, of a month or two, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, that's what this is all about. Yes, I, I received it, and it's thrilling. Uh, how exciting was that to be with him that whole time and then get the, get the revelation that he gave me? And like, wow. And, and by the way, once I now have it, I have it. And you had, you had a question about that. Yeah, so I was just going to say, there have been times for me though, now I, I'm not one to use commentaries either, but where like even just recently, um, there was a phrase that, that God kept bringing up and then he highlighted, you know what, you don't know historical context yeah. to even get this fully. Sure, sure. And so he actually had me go back and get historical context yes. so that I could visualize what it was he was highlighting. Yeah. But that took that wasn't even going to scripture to get historical context. This is okay, research how they did this, what that looked like in this time, and you're going to get more insight. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, so. and I think what you're bringing up is a, is a make sure that's a good point. It's uh, God says I need to get you truth, I need to give you information, um, and there might be phrases, words, situations, what what was going on then, uh, that. We don't know because we haven't researched it professionally, right. and just don't have that knowledge base. At and all. so, yeah. yeah, it going to pursue 
well, tell me more about this, and um, I need to do some research on it. Um, and it can include a commentary, but don't jump to a commentary. And, right, yeah, uh, I think that's the important thing to remember. Uh, yeah. and, and when you receive somebody's commentary, you're still receiving somebody's opinion of it. Right. Uh, and then let the spirit take it deeper until you get confirmed Mm -hmm. that you understand it. So um, it's not the commentaries are no good or that, you know, word studies or Bible study, uh, study notes right. are any good. It's just don't leap to it and say, okay, well, I'll just accept what he says uh, yeah. or she says. It's just uh, keep going further and be willing to wrestle it out because my words um, are going to bring right. you into the experience of the Father and the Son. Okay, then let's look at Jeremiah 15, 16, this is a cool statement that is made by Jeremiah. Context here is, by the way, is he's been called to, to speak words to Israel, basically repent. Uh, yeah, not easy words to speak. No, and judgment's They're... coming, and if you don't, mm -hmm. there's gonna be judgment, and he, he gets pretty descriptive of what that looks like. In other words, mm -hmm. it's gonna be bad. <laughs> right, right. Um, and nobody's listening to him. So he goes to God and says, <laughs> Why bother? Uh, <laughs> nobody's listening to me, mm -hmm. and I'm getting rejected. And uh, even later, he gets thrown in a hole, you know. <laughs> uh, and he's kind of discouraged. And so he goes to mm -hmm. God and says, "What do you got to say about that?" And God basically, God says, "Stay with me." And then he, and then this verse, uh, Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. Yeah. He discovers this beautiful thing. And what does it say? Your words were found and I ate them and your words became to me a joy and the delight of my heart for I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. Yep. So <laughs> he says, uh, I found mm -hmm. your word. In other words, you opened up to me and, and, and spoke to me your words. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, I did what he, what did he do with them? That I ate them. I ate them. Okay, now there's a description. Uh, he didn't say, I read them. Right. Or, yeah, I, I heard them, and that was it. No, I, I received it, and I, I ate them. And so this is the picture. And remember, we're called sheep. Sheep, uh, like cows, are called ruminants. Right. And what they do is that they start eating grass, uh, and they take it and chew it, and then they swallow it. And some of it is transmitted to the to their uh, body. They bring it back up and chew right. on it some more. Right. They actually have multiple chambers in the in their digestive system. Yes. That it works through one, it regurgitates, and then works through the next one and gets more nutrients out of it. Regurgitates, yeah. goes back and gets more. It's yeah. fascinating. It's fascinating because it's a it's a process of chewing, mm -hmm. eating. So eating isn't I just swallowed it. Right. Eating is chewing on it, contemplating it, pondering it, processing it. Some of it gets absorbed. Um, and then I go, and, and, the, and what you're describing there about the different stomachs is that it's then God taking it to the next level right. with you as you chew on it some more. Yeah. Well, and that's really Morgan just a couple of weeks ago shared so beautifully yes. about how God had her in Galatians for six months. Yes. You know, she got yes. to the end and he said, go back to the beginning yeah. and start again. <laughs> and that's ruminating. Yeah. Right. That's that's eating his word. Yeah. And chew on it. So it's it, that's abiding, chewing, meditating. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we just had this uh, abiding retreat and we and we gave, you know, they had God spoke to him. Here's mm -hmm. my, here's my word for you. They all heard it. Uh, their question is, what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. um, and their tendency, and they talked about it, my tendency is, well, that's nice. I'll move on to the next thing. Uh, right. No. Uh, stay with it. Uh, abide. Chew. Meditate. Mm -hmm. Eat it uh, until it's absorbed fully and, and received by you. And so uh, you might be in a verse for two, three, four days, five, five days a week, two weeks, uh, it's not about the quantity That's or the okay. speed. Yeah. It's about what am I understanding about this? Like I, this thing mm -hmm. I just got about Esau. Well, I'm going to have to do some exploration and uh, meditating on those words. And it, it, I'm not. Uh, I don't have a a urge. I got to go to something new, or I got to get further on. It's no. It's ponder, chew, eat this, right. and then he says this. 
and I and, and uh, he says I found it a what? What does he say? A joy, a, a joy. joy and a delight. Yeah. He says I found it um, a joy, uh, and uh, truly uh, rejoicing, celebrating. Now, now this is really important. <laughs> what kind of a word was he getting? Uh, keep speaking. It was not a joyful word. <laughs> it, the word, see, the words' meanings mm-hmm. were not really joyful because it wasn't. Oh, everything's hunky dory. Right. Uh, it's, but it was a joy being in intimacy with him and receiving it and processing the experience of being with him in it was yes. a joy. And the words yes. that they, they were Rama now to Jeremiah, I, I found them a joy. Uh, and there's there's your indicator. Right. Uh, you and I keep saying that to each other. We say that to our spouses. We say that to our leaders. Yeah. Are you enjoying the are abiding? You, are yeah. you enjoying the abiding? Because if you, if you are, now you're at the place where you're receiving the words. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you're going to have, you will have joy. Mm-hmm. If it's not enjoyable, something's wrong. Right. And usually what it means is you've drifted to going too fast, intellectual, study, uh, right. commentary. I got somebody else's opinion. Uh, and I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to get this. <laughs> he just says, you know, relax and receive it. Um, and is it joyful? And then what we do is say, you know, to each other, to our leaders, uh, to people that we, we teach this. If you're not if you're not finding joy, feel free to call us up. Feel free to yeah. say something. Let us help you. It's very simple. It's it's let's get back to the pureness and the joy of abiding and you'll you'll have it again. Um, and we right. gotta remind each other. Uh, okay. And then, sometimes I just I'm gonna highlight um I think sometimes we need to remember to slow down. Um, in that in order to receive the joy in the process too. We were just talking um, with my ladies group this morning. Uh, uh, One of the ladies is a younger, younger in her faith and younger and abiding for sure. And um, learning this, but she's, she's so hungry and she loves, loves hearing all of the different things that God has to say. But she made the comment this morning, you know, that she was really um, had been on this one topic and and even had heard a podcast on it that just really struck her and and it changed how she interacted that day and you love hearing you know just hearing it's like it changed how i handled you know interactions with my family that day and i can just see god working and then i'm like oh but i wish i could just keep that at the front of my mind but i know by tomorrow i will have forgotten it and so then we were able to kind of come back and say you know no instead of trying to have you know the all-you-can-eat buffet all the time and getting a little bit of everything on your plate recognize that there was life in that place so that's an invitation to come in and abide and these other things that pop up and are intriguing you can go you know we've talked before but i think it's worth bringing up again to the parking lot yes you know, to to have a place in your journals that you have some things that, yes, got highlighted that are curious to you and you want to spend some time on, but don't let yourself get derailed by that. And you're just going squirrel, squirrel, squirrel <laughs> and not really getting to receive all of what's going on. Right. That's right. And so that was something we were able to bring her back to today. And so I think sometimes even the when we're not having the joy in the abiding, we're trying to do too much too fast instead of really sitting with what he's saying and letting that bring complete life yep yep um uh and so as we as we look at that um you know there's a joy to it and then the the way to receive joy is to interesting enough uh do what jesus did as as a boy so if you go to uh luke chapter 2 and just read uh verses uh 46, 47, and 48. This is where, you know, his parents lost him, left him back. <laughs> uh, now, remember, at age 12, in that culture, it would be like a like a 20-year-old going off to college. So right. it's really an adult, and um, nobody would have f- focused. Like, if you've gone somewhere, you know, with your adult teenagers uh, that are going into college, you're not worried about... You know, are they? Are we making sure we know where they are? We're just assume, right. assuming certain things, and so you know, Mary, Mary, they go about a, <laughs> a day or two out, and uh, they they had they noticed, <laughs> and we haven't seen Jesus. And uh, hey, Joseph, you got him? No, uh, Mary, you got him? No, uh, uh-oh. 
uh, he's not here. He, he's anybody back. seen him? <laughs> he's back in Jerusalem. We got to go back and get him. So they go right. and they and they they search, 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 and they find him in the temple, mm-hmm. uh, uh, in a with discussion. Interesting enough, with uh, the teachers of the Pharisees, and this is what it says he did, uh, uh, verses forty-six and forty-seven. <clears throat> Thus, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. Yeah. So there's can, a. Can there's we go a, on to forty? No, that's good. So okay. there's a beautiful picture of uh, abiding. Uh, yeah. Jesus gives us kind of uh, a little bit of the how process, and that is mm-hmm. listening. Right. So he's listening to them saying something. I have something right. to say to you, and he listened. Uh, well, that's the biting. Listen, mm-hmm. what is God speaking and listening? And, and he's, he's dialoguing, not just Bible study. Right. He's taking those words. He's speaking things. Uh, he's saying things to you. Listen to that. Okay, second, he was he was doing what? Asking what? Asking questions. What, what does that look like? Hey, how, do, how does mm-hmm. that work? Wait a minute. Uh, you just said uh, you got to eat my body and drink my blood. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand that. How does that work? How does that look like? Or my words are eternal life. Or what is that? Do you see what abiding is? Is that your journal should be as full of questions as you have any anything that you wrote down? Because you're yeah. always going to be pushed and stimulated to. I don't fully understand that. And and he, and God wants us to take it all the way down so it's meaningful and something that impacts us which is driven by uh, questions Uh, listening asking questions and then it says they were amazed at what jesus said so therefore what i understand is this and they were like yeah uh you're getting it um so what what i do in my journaling is uh writing down what i'm hearing uh, I'm getting insight uh, and uh, understanding, ask questions, uh, and then what I do is so far, like, like I'm doing on Grace, so far what I understand is this. Um, and he basically says, one, that's amazing. <laughs> right. Uh, but not yet. Because uh, mm-hmm. it didn't say Jesus had all the answers, that was it. It just said he. They were amazed at his gaining of understanding, and so you right. have to write down. Okay, what do I understand at this point? Mm-hmm. Check in with the Father. Am I am I receiving it? Do you want to tweak it? Do I have another question? And then, by the way, and I know you and Dan do this, Linda and I do this, is uh, when we say each week, and sometimes more than that, what is God saying to you? Right. Well, I've heard, and I asked a question, and I'm getting this answer, and so mm-hmm. far I learned this. And then what we do is say, are you, are you uh, experiencing it? Do you fully believe right. it? Well, then keep going. Yes, you're understanding it, right? Or mm-hmm. we can say, you know, you, yeah, not you, quite there yet. <laughs> you, wrote, you wrote this in response to what you were receiving. I think you've missed something here. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let's go back to the word and revisit something that's kind of important. And right. my role is just to... Uh, process what you what Linda is receiving and she does the same for me mm-hmm. so that we what experience what he has to say and he releases us from now now right. you, now you receive it so uh, it's listening asking questions and then what do I understand uh, so that's a beautiful picture of your process of abiding so as we finish this um, again uh, one question to everybody to listen to and respond to. Are you having joy in the abiding? Yes. Uh, And if the answer is, "Eh, I'm not sure, not yet, well then uh, go back through even the refresher course or go back to the course that we have online and say, I've got to revisit this or send us questions uh, about, I'm not enjoying it because, uh, and we will answer those questions uh, because of all the things that that Kathy and I are committed to, it's (laughs) to, we know something. Apart from him, you can do nothing. Nothing. Uh, Not and, a thing. <laughs> and there's life with him, and mm-hmm. you'll produce fruit, more fruit, much fruit, which will be your transformation and change circumstances around resolving all the issues and the questions of your life. And we know that's absolute. It's absolutely going to be. There's no other way. 
right. uh, without it you can't get there uh, and and so we would we want to encourage you abide 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 and and there's one thing about it is its relationship with the God of the universe who has life for you and cares about you right and he wants that that alone to be a joy uh, absolutely and, and so he wanna, delights in it he delights in it so we want to encourage all of you to uh, really receive that uh, process it well and if you got questions you know send it to him uh, on the YouTube or questions at afjministry.com questions at afjministry.com uh, and we will be happy to personally uh, get back with you and uh, and assist you because we we our heart is right. literally all believers in the entire world which is our mission would learn to abide and, and yeah. think about what would happen if the church is all joyfully abide, abiding right, uh, right. in God. And we're excited about that. So yeah. Kathy, and I exciting. would even just add to that um, because we, you know, as we've shared on here before, the importance of having community yeah. and abiding community yes. around you and um, just that, that accountability and people to process with and to confirm within the Holy Spirit. Um, if you don't have somebody to do that with, absolutely go on to what is the the actual website we have a course i mean you can go through these podcasts but there is a course that is set well for small groups on abiding yes, yes. and so you could in a matter of weeks your small group could all get this yeah, absolutely <laughs> and, yeah. and really understand how to walk together and abiding in unity of the spirit and just hearing from god and really help each other grow in this and that yeah. would be a beautiful beautiful place for transformation to yeah. occur uh, it's afjministry.com, afjministry.com. Uh, and we have, go to the online school, and then we have courses. We have all kinds of courses on there, but uh, the primary but one start to start with, abiding. with <laughs> is abiding. And, then, and we actually have structured it so you can do it as a small group, uh, which actually is a beautiful way to do it. So It is Yeah, we'd, uh, we'd encourage you to do that. Uh, so, Kathy, we will, uh, uh, it was really fun uh, going through the refresher, and it was it was a great reminder just for me, you know, of, yes. hey, I remember, uh, mm -hmm. Rich, are you enjoying me? Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I want to say yes, and I want to keep saying yes. And yes. What, what could be better than that, you know, so. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We were looking forward to um, all things to come. We'll yes. see you with a guest today tomorrow. Yep. Um, and then we have uh, Good Times Friday. Uh, and then we have... Uh, then we're starting uh, the covenant, right? Then we're going to start the covenant. Uh, yeah. So that'll be so fun. And, and, next uh, Monday, we'll be up for uh, covenant study. And, you guys are going to love that one. Join us for that. So we're uh, excited and uh, uh, believe uh, that tomorrow is Ken Blanchard of that One Minute oh, Manager. Oh, good. Excellent. Uh, so okay. everybody, everybody tune in for that. because. <laughs> Ken's a hoot, and uh, it's been a great. Uh, we've had a great relationship together, and uh, uh, he he'll have lots to say share with us. Cause he's Looking a great great communicator. All right, Excellent. we love you guys, and we'll All see, right, you, uh, so see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments, and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.